dude, imagine Will in 2022, the last guy at the party. You gotta yeah. ask him to leave your apartment. <laughs> and he's like, what's the move? Yeah. <laughs> what's the move, everybody? Raisin Man Arena. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Raisin Man Arena. It's Wednesday, who knows? 28, uh, November 24th, 8 a.m. And uh, we got a special guest with us. Well, let's introduce ourselves first, correct? Yep. I'm Sarah. I'm Felipe. And uh, please welcome uh, <laughs> Alex Bliss. And please hey, welcome Alex Bliss. Wait, hold on. Keep oh, talking. Are we still going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going. Okay. Good morning, Raisin Nation. Twitter spaces are a new trend <laughs> <laughs> sweeping the internet. But what are they and how can you be involved? So, oh, more from Felipe Depoy, co-host of the popular Wait. Twitter space, uh, The Quiet Room. Hold the phone. So... Yesterday, Sarah, you said to me, I was listening, and I want to get to Alex Bliss and talking and, ex and explaining who this guy is. Because <laughs> if you don't know, now you know, or you're going to know. You're going to know. Yesterday, you said to me, uh, I'm listening to the last episode because everybody said, this is great. You know, we That's had a great episode. We had people say, was it a good episode? And you said, my problem is we take too long to get to something. We have too much coffee and talk about too much bullshit before we start talking. <laughs> and you said, I have some things in mind. Cut to today. Instantly, you start talking about Twitter spaces. Yes. <laughs> and I know that, Sarah, historically, you've hated any talk about Twitter shit on the podcast. You're, you're, you're overcorrecting, I think. This is why we shouldn't listen to the podcast, because then we overcorrect. Then we overcorrect. Yeah, well, you know, I was trying to do... I, I was trying to meet in the middle where I want to get started. Let's get into it. And But I picked a topic that Felipe likes so that mm. you, would, you would buy in, because you'd get so swept up in the excitement of getting to talk about you, that. You, you created the bait for me to take yeah, a hook. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, it should change the format. Um, all right, well, we, we can circle back to it. No, but that's, that's exactly why I did yes, that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you jumped right into we it. We just like get on and we're, it's as if it's the first time we've ever done the podcast and we're like, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, it can be hard, like getting on the mic and trying to have a cup of coffee and rest up the night before, but you know, it can be hard, yeah. And it's just it's like a waste of... I don't know. I just couldn't listen to 20 minutes of that. It blew my mind that people get on. Alex, you're a listener. You get on, and the first 20 minutes is just like, are they ever going to land somewhere? It's oh, like I a don't plane. Listen to the first 20 minutes. Oh. I just hit the 30-second <laughs> it, It's like, it's like, like when Mark Maron starts out talking about his life. Yes, when he's like, promoting his shows and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. fucking way. Um, a sponsor or something. But I guess it keeps, it keeps the good content later in the show because, like, look right now. We got five people here. Though we value oh, them. Laura's in the chat. Good morning, Laura. And then morning, MK Laura. Ultra Ball is here from the West Coast, where it is at least five in the morning. Wow, it wow. is five in the morning. What are they what the hell are you doing? Yeah, why are you up at five? Why are you up at five? I bet it's one of those I got a DM last night from an influencer at five AM and I'm not gonna say who five AM Eastern? Eastern. Give us Wait, a hint. Think. Give Someone us a hint. we know. Yeah. I think yes. Give us a hint. A comedy influencer? Come on. Uh, wait, wait, wait. A sex DM? A sex, a sex influence? Sex DM? It was um, sexual, sort of in nature, but damn, it wasn't like t a titty or anything. But it was like, <laughs> hey, maybe we can have sex. It, it said, <laughs> it said hot. It was responding to uh, uh, an influencer. Now I really want to know. Yeah, Damn. Well, you're not going to find out. When Alex knows the podcast, you get on, you say something really interesting, and then you hold back, <laughs> and you pull back. whatever makes it actually worth hearing about. Yeah. yeah. Wait, okay. There's like, uh, there's like a, a million things I, that I thought I needed to get to before we begin, because we have a couple of gimmicks today. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, so hold Man, on. Man, so Felipe has, is ready to jam-pack the 
first 20 minutes with more intro material. No, we got, we got, we got a docket. We got business yeah. to do. And we still have to explain, and we still have to introduce Alex. See, this Who is... Who am I? We're in... Huh? Who am I? He Who is even, Alex? Yeah. We've, we've totally botched it. But hold on. First of all... Oh, yeah. Sam is always getting on my case for getting too, like, neurotic about the podcast. It's because I listen to it. We shouldn't be listening to it. Mm, do you think? I don't know. I just get so like, we got to do this. We got to do I'm not, wasn't funny enough. Then. I was, <laughs> That's funny. I listened to the middle 15 minutes that we did last week about the second life, third life stuff. Um, and it was really making me laugh out loud and i was like oh shit that's kind of funny but there was so much boring stuff that i was like this is wild you got to sift through so much stuff yeah but that's podcast but that's that's podcasting that's assure like, me that yeah that that's yeah. that's the format yeah i mean um you have to keep in mind that people turn it on and then like they do the dishes i think right right they're not listening to it to be like was yeah that funny <laughs> i not also my roommate i don't i don't <laughs> think boring it's not boring stuff it's just a little like okay yeah yeah okay Oh, that's sort of interesting. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, so second. <laughs> sec- I like this right now. <laughs> second, we have to get to the next bit of gimmick. Oh, shit. And, and Sarah, you're going to have to take the lead here because I don't fully understand how we're going to achieve this. <laughs> I meant to have a conversation with you about it before. But we are... Giving away a free Thanksgiving turkey oh, to shit. one listener. Um, oh, I didn't even post about that. I got to post about that. <laughs> you guys have to get aligned on your posting because you're posting like there's a special guest. Who is it? And you're like, posting 50 <laughs> pictures of me with like my social security number. Uh, that's you're funny. like, this is the guy. Felipe is like, it could be like Al Roker. It could be... That's so yeah. funny because I was even going to post a video that I took of you when you like announced that you were moving back to New York and I was going to be like, and Alex moved back to New York in 2021 and like give a little bio. But I was like, that's probably new on the show. Um, I never really left. He never really. He never totally left. Um, so, yeah, we do need to get aligned on our posting. How, how are we doing the turkey? There's a number of ways we could do it. Fight to the death. <laughs> I was just thinking it doesn't seem that useful or good of a thing to have unless you really need it. So the, the turkey will go to the person in the chat who can explain why they need that or would want it. I was hoping it could be a sort of more randomized <laughs> method, like a raffle or something. Sure, like but that. can you imagine, like, if you guys got a free turkey right now, you wouldn't want that. Well, no, we wouldn't enter into the turkey competition. <laughs> Whoever wins the competition, we beeline it from the end of the podcast to your house with yeah. the turkey. <laughs> you get it right away. Yeah, and if it doesn't come in 15 minutes, you get two turkeys. You get a second one. Oh, wait, hold on. This this LA person or this West Coast person said why they're up at 5 in the morning. Yeah, let's see. Um, driving home... F- for Thanksgiving from the Bay to L.A. Oh, man, I thought it said from Thanksgiving for a second. I thought Thanksgiving, is they're that far Yeah, they're away? that far in the past yeah. that they're in Thanksgiving 2020. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, that's like there's something so magical to me about that MK Ultra Ball. Just being like, oh, I don't know. It's like a nostalgia or like um, it's such an image in my mind as a child of like, oh, adults have to get home for the holidays or families have to get home for the holidays. And so to be in that moment in your life where you're like, time to go home for the holidays. Very sweet. It is nice. And it's funny that to me, home is like the East Coast, not yes. L.A. Oh, my God. You could never be You're home. You're going home from the Bay to L.A.? You're on double vacation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a long drive. <laughs> You're already that's on. That's like an eight-hour drive. Yeah. Eight-hour drive? Oh. California I, needs to be split up. I had a job in the Bay Area <laughs> once, and uh, 
I'd never been like west of Colorado. And one day they were like, we're going to LA for a color session. And I was like, great. And I was just assuming I would drive. And then we took a flight and we flew back that afternoon. And I Hella. felt both very professional and very guilty about just the wastefulness of fossil fuels of just it's people hard. constantly driving or uh, flying. It's hard to say whether taking a flight would be more uh, have more fossil fuel use than driving eight hours. Oh, really? I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of shooting from the hip. It might be. Mm. It might not be. Let us know in the chat if. Uh, What's the fossil fuel on that. for the different things? Like go to fossilco2calculator.com and mm-hmm. kind of punch in that information. If there's any climate scientists. Um, so uh, we could also people choose a number between one and a hundred, and we write down a little number on a slip of paper. Uh, that's already too complicated because we have to keep this going. So just um, uh, let's see if I can kind of quickly. Let me see if you can quickly code in the chat uh, a random mechanism for choosing a winner. It's got to be someone who's listening live. Right. We have to reward live listenership. MK Ultra asked if we could uh, just Venmo their mom the cost of the turkey. How about this? We could do that. How about this? <laughs> go um, go on Twitter where I've posted the, re- the show is starting. Okay. So I've posted on Twitter. My handle is Felipe Depoy. F-E-L-I-P-E-D-I-P-O-I. Felipe Depoy. Felipe Depoy. Go on Twitter where I've posted. I said, Razor Man is about to go live. And then I replied to that post with, we're giving away a turkey for real. <laughs> and, and under that, I want you to reply with um, something funny. Something funny. Right, no, the, but, f- the funniest thing? Go ahead. But a prompt. We should come up with a prompt. Uh... Mm. <laughs> I, I've got, I can think of some bad ideas. Like... Uh, you know, because we're sort of we're actually anti-Thanksgiving. You know, it's a colonial holiday, so maybe you can come mm-hmm. up with something different that we could be celebrating or a different holiday. Invent a new game, holiday. Invent a new holiday, but that's yeah. a little it's a little hokey. Um, how about how about um, hashtag uh, what's the turkey stuffed with? So reply hashtag what's the turkey stuffed with, and then say and then, what the turkey stuffed with, and then say what the turkey stuffed with. That's perfect. Yeah. So uh, hashtag. so so go on twitter find my account find the post where i said uh whatever i said and then and then say hashtag what the turkey stuffed with and then write a funny caption of what the turkey stuffed with before the end of the show what's the turkey stuffed with or what the turkey stuffed what's the turkey stuffed with i like what the turkey stuffed with what the turkey stuffed with (laughs) because it's like what the turkey turkey? it's almost like a wtf what the turkey stuffed with well what the it's like a little more (laughs) it's like a little more av oh no no you don't want an av Okay. What's the turkey stuffed with? With an ass. What is is guys? What is the turkey stuffed with? Hey, you. What is the turkey stuffed with? Yeah. It can be either way. It can be what the turkey stuffed with. If you're if you if you are allowed to use AV, and if you're not allowed to use AV, it's what's the turkey stuffed with. And then you say what the turkey is stuffed with, and then we pick a winner. I like. I'm sort of on Josh's tip here. How about the chatter settle amongst ourselves? I kind of thought if everyone just explained why they wanted it or needed it. Then it would emerge who the turkey should yeah, but go no, to. That's not funny. But that's how the government will work when we have socialism. People uh, get what they need. People have to make their case. And it so all that- starts here. Today. <laughs> people have to make their case. No, Sarah, because then you have a dictatorship of the charismatic uh, and the good speakers. true storytellers. Yeah. And I don't want storytellers to have any more power than they already do. Already tyrants. All right. Raise up your cups, everybody. 
because it's time for Raisin Man. Wait, was there any more uh, stuff on the docket we had to get through? Go on the Twitter. What's the turkey stuff with or what the turkey stuff with? <laughs> Hashtag what the... Go on my Twitter. Find the post where I said we're starting the show and we're giving away a turkey for real. Reply with hashtag what <laughs> Reply with hashtag what the turkey <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag what's the turkey stuffed with or what the turkey stuffed with and then reply and then re- <laughs> And then tell us what, what? the turkey stuffed with <laughs> The funniest answer Wins the turkey Wins a real turkey we're not joking and about we're this. delivering it to your apartment if you do you have to live in New York or Yeah you have to live in New York God live in New York State uh, or Wait that, that's at the end of this offer only valid for New York City. <laughs> oh man, my dad used to do that when I was a kid. It would really crack me up when I was like six years old. You do the voice. He'd just be like, school <laughs> and he would go and cancer. <laughs> That's funny. Alex, He's better at it. Alex had a funny kid dad. Funny for a kid. Oh yeah, He's he was a- always saying. Like penis, <laughs> and when you're six, that's like the funniest thing. Absolutely, yeah, and all my friends, my friends' dads would like drive minivans and work at IBM and be like, "You guys, that was soccer." And my dad would be like, "Penis, vagina, poopy." Wow, <laughs> my friends were like, "This guy's crushing." Yeah. <laughs> you got the cool dad, Alex. Yes. <laughs> I remember I was uh, I had a, f- a childhood friend and his mom. We'd be driving on the highway, and she'd be like, "Check this out." And then she would... And she'd swerve. She'd swerve with what? the wheel. She'd go left, right, left, right. So the car would kind of swerve, and we would, I thought it was so funny. That is funny. And later I told my parents, and they said, you know, that woman ran a person over. <laughs> no <laughs> way. No. No way. Yeah. That's fucked. I don't, know if, I don't know if she was doing that joke when she ran them over. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't have any regard for the seriousness of the project of driving. Imagine yeah. if she had run someone over while doing that joke, and then she kept doing it to the kid's other friends. <laughs> <laughs> so now can we explain who Alex is? Or like, can we give yes. a little intro to Alex? I mean, how far are we in? We're like 15 minutes in. All right. So Alex well, is a member long. of the Eternal family. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's right. Redefining yeah. my life. Yeah, Alex- you sold everything to them, right? Yeah, I did. I signed it all away. <laughs> Alex Bliss, filmmaker. Good friend of ours, uh, I'd say comedian. We'd animator? even say. I wouldn't say. You could say animator, maybe. I wouldn't say comedian. He's good at drawing. Uh, we run Life World together. Yeah. Um. He. And I, li- I basically live there. He lives there, at basically. Um. What else do you do? Kind people know him for being kind. Oh. He's. He's good at figuring out how to shoot uh, different people's projects. He's very hopeful. He's got oh, he wears rings. Yeah, people are always talking about this fucking ring. Or he just you're down to one. Just he wears one ring. Yeah, you know. Well, I have a story about the other one that's pretty funny. What's oh, the yeah. story? I, it was like a butterfly. It's a bit graphic. I don't know how. You can get you, you can say whatever you want yeah. on this podcast. Basically, uh, I was uh, masturbating. <laughs> and, okay. Um, I kneeled down in front of the toilet to come into the toilet. And when I kneeled down, I dropped my knees and uh, my pants were around my ankles and I had the (laughs) ring in my pocket and I just crushed, crushed the ring and really like hurt my knee. Between your (laughs) knee and the toilet. That's the story I decided to tell. Between the knee and the toilet. Uh, Between the knee and the floor. So, yeah. Well, because you took the ring off because you didn't want to rub it on. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought so. The orgasm was so powerful. No. Oh no no no! I could have been on my knees for any reason. I just, <laughs> in hindsight, probably could have uh, withheld that information from it the story. It took him to his knees. The orgasm yeah. was so powerful. So you're still wearing the the crushed ring? No. No no no! It's it in totally. It it's it in three so pieces. How recently did this happen? Like three months ago. And now he's got just this one other ring. I have this other one, yeah. So you yeah. crush the ring coming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was working on the on the tech a little bit, so I was just wanted to make sure I got every detail of the story. Yeah, right. that's it. We can move on from ben that. Ben Davis I like is in the, the chat. He says too graphic. Ben Davis is uh, uh, sorry, Ben. Watching from Taiwan, where it is actually 9 p.m. Mm. And they have a different standard of what's too graphic. And it's what's a different culture. It's true. Yeah. yeah, neither good nor bad. And Taiwan, the Raisin Man official uh, stands, part of China. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Will, can you stop whatever I project said we you're working on over there? What yeah. the hell are you doing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> He's rustling a bag. When you listen to the episode, you know Will is kind of out like in this sphere but yeah. I didn't realize he was right there. Yeah. He's right there. He's and right he's doing stuff. And he's acting like the podcast isn't even going on, which is frustrating. Well, every no, I morning I have to, re I, I never remember to tell Will the night before that Raisin Man is happening. And it does, inter <laughs> in, uh, it does interrupt his morning routine. And so I feel kind of guilty when I have to tell him. Yeah. Uh. Now, intro to Alex. Alex is a special person. Um, I think I've told this story to Alex several times, but uh, we met for the first time like three years ago, maybe mm -hmm. at Ben Davis, who's in the chats uh, apartment. Ben introduced us and then we sat down next to each other on a couch and like, we, you know, we got the initial intro that was like, oh, this is this, this is this. Oh, hi, hi. And then we were left alone. Not a single word passed between us. We both just like looked straight forward, <laughs> did not speak. <laughs> and it was so relaxing. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like someone who does not get a, give a shit about Getting to know me in this moment does doesn't doesn't care. There's nothing. I have no recollection of this, <laughs> and I didn't say anything either. And that was that. And then we didn't become friends until like a year after that. But oh. I, I put the pieces together on it way later that I was like, oh fuck, I have met that guy before. He was that one that didn't want to know me. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I didn't know uh, how awesome you were when mm -hmm. I was sitting next to you there. Yeah, I thought you were going to tell a story about uh, when those guys tried to drive home sort of drunk to Philly that night. Oh, that's fr even before that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I met him actually even before that. My friends from Philly, including like my ex-boyfriend and then my really good friend John had come up to New York to come to a party at, at Ben's house and and they and someone had given me the keys to be like, you should handle the keys. Um, and then well, they Sarah's were, a pushover, so yeah, I know. That's so, about so they it, yeah. did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I had the keys, and they they all were drunk, and then they were decided that they just wanted to go back to Philly at like three in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I was only even still at the party because someone was supposed to sleep in my house, and I was waiting for them. And they suddenly announced they were going to drive back to Philly, and I just like started crying, and I was like, you can't, you can't. And um, everybody else at the party was kind of like, oh, it seems like a bad idea, but you know, that's their choice that's their choice you have to respect their choice yeah it was a bunch of libertarians <laughs> at the party yeah it was states wild. rights people it was like i felt like i was like tripping out or like convention. twilight zone i was like don't we all know you're not allowed to drunk drive to philly at at three in the morning yeah from new york but but the and only I, so other... I made a stand yeah outside and of ben's apartment yes and did it work i don't really know they drove back and they made uh, it um, and they died no <laughs> uh yeah, it was told to me later that whoever was driving was like hadn't really drank or whatever. But I was like, come on, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It was crazy. But Alex was there, and Alex was the only person who um, 
what agreed with me and was like, "Hey, you guys shouldn't, you shouldn't go." And it, yeah, mm. but we didn't even we didn't meet then. Ben says, "Every few words is being censor bleeped for some reason by the Taiwanese government." So I just heard, "Brought knees crushed, come." Doesn't want to know me, drunk driving, Sarah, pushover. Hmm. Hmm. The Taiwanese mm. government is doing that. Mm. Actually? They're that, actually bleeping. Is that us. really happening? Mm. That's wild. That almost... That I mean, can't be. Oh, no, maybe he's joking. He's joking. I think the, he's joking because <laughs> those are like all the keywords, so they're just... They would just be bleeping like... Um, oh, he said no, but... Did you wait, say that's no? not you happening? Really? Or you're just joking? Wait, now I'm... No, I can't and believe it's not happening. Yeah. I was so <laughs> convinced that it was that now that I'm learning it isn't, I'm like... Ben, don't make it right. look like we don't know what the rest of the world is and what goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, the Taiwanese government is liberal and democratic. You're 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 and they mapping on the Chinese yeah. ch uh, internet censorship paradigm mm -hmm. to a country that doesn't have it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I I don't know. I've never been to Taiwan. Sorry, I was. Have, uh, have you ever been to Asia? Yeah, I've been to China. Good. <laughs> it was a very stressful vacation, most stressful vacation of my life. And that's all on let's that. Let's get back to me. Yeah. Let's yeah. Get back. So that was the first times, and then um, we helped, and then you were in a movie that Alex is making. That's right. Video. So we're so we're yeah. still so t topic sentence. Who is Alex? Yeah. Um, yeah. He stops drunk drivers. He tries to. Yeah. Tries to stop drunk drivers. He doesn't <laughs> want to know Sarah. Yeah. And I was in a movie with Alex. Coincidentally, a yeah. movie. You know, you were speaking about jacking off earlier and crushing the ring under your knee. I jacked off in your movie. You Not did. really. It's implied. Uh, uh, yeah, and I'm acting jacking off. I'm not truly jacking off. Yeah, you kept trying to jack off, jack and off. I said... And I wasn't even in, in front of the camera. Up. Like, I would jack off behind the camera. You'd be like, first <laughs> yeah. of all... You were jacking off in rehearsals. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, first of all, it's not real jacking off. Second of all, you should do it in front of the camera if you're going to do it at all. Yeah, I said, this is good stuff. You got to save this for when we're rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was kind of a loose cannon. Yeah, you were great. You're great in that. Thank do you, you. Do you remember the moment that Alex was like, "Okay, and here's the deal. There's gonna be a scene. One, you're gonna have. Can I? Can I, can I reveal anything? About oh, the totally. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's not the uh, uh, in the MCU. <laughs> you know. The process of filming the movie Spoilers. was very funny. Yeah. But you wanna? Do you wanna ask your question and then I'll elaborate? I was gonna ask if you remember the moment or like how you felt when Alex was like, "Okay, one, you gotta pretend that you're gay, and two, you're gonna have to jerk off." Yeah, well, I do remember. So Alex, so in this movie, me and Will are friends who uh, have an unspoken erotic link, or at least I feel that way towards him. Um, and Alex, and maybe you can elaborate on this, but Alex said the way I'm going to direct this is by not telling either of you the full story of what's going on. I'm just going to tell you how you should act in this moment. And so for like most of the movie, I actually didn't know that I was supposed to be into Will. I just knew that I was really pressed about my journal being gone later, come to find out uh -oh. the journal had sex drawings of Will. Or his, no, sex, 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 his journal, his hey, journal. Sorry. You're right. You're right. Because I, his he's really pressed about his journal has sex drawings of me <laughs> and I find the journal and he's pressed about the journal. Wow. Well, he reveals now he's never understood the plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Even once he explained yeah, it. Yeah, I'm explaining it. Like, uh -huh, uh -huh. All you heard is jack off. And you're like, uh, yeah, no, no. Uh -huh. 
Well, in any case, I didn't know what was going on until... Is this interesting for people? Yes. Yeah, dude, no, okay. yes. Don't worry about it. It's you just <laughs> talking. To, it's someone like, I mean, you listen to every fucking, or you listen to a bunch of episodes. Don't put me down. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking earlier when I was trying to walk back calling it boring. I was like, no, it's actually, no, it's something that's people who are smart listen to. And I have a lot of respect for them. And yeah, you got to respect very the good. Um, no, I also don't think it's boring. When I was listening to an episode this week, I was like, oh, the only thing that's boring is when we like start talking about something and then we pull back and are like, oh, or I don't know, maybe, I don't know. It's like, just fucking say, just say. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Sarah, new leaf. Yes, yeah, a new leaf. Because um, I know sometimes, I mean, I know I, me too, I also pull back. But now you're yeah. saying even me, Sarah Wilson, yeah, I, I pull, pull back, back as or well. I hear myself. Yeah, I heard myself talking on the podcast and I was like, go in, dude. Why won't you go in? You have more, dis- like, you, have, you didn't even get to the interesting part. You're just like at the, at the threshold, you know, you got to do the God dose. Let's do you know, the god. The let's whole, do the hero. The hero gotta, dose. Oh yeah, the hero let's dose. hero trip. You guys see the whole fucking house, man. Turn the lights off. The vestibule, yeah. You know what I mean? so Turn the lights off. We're going in. So tell us the entire <laughs> making of that film. Let's fucking go. So so <laughs> Alex did not tell me the whole premise. He said the acting will be more. Will have a more realism, or or I don't know. I suppose it was some. You were trying to achieve some sort of effect, but I didn't find out that I was uh, gay and horny until pff, we were shooting the sort of final scene. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, I would, I wouldn't say, I never said like you're gay or something. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a bit of an oversimplification. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you shoot movies out of order, so, and that the that movie jumps around a lot. Like, uh, there's a big kind of flashback element, so it's just helpful, uh, I think, for people to, to not secrets. to not know what's coming until. Like you try to shoot a movie as much as you can in order, so that the if it is a linear story, it's like revealed naturally to the characters. Woody Allen, uh, who is a filmmaker, uh, and one of your favorites, and right? one of my favorites, <laughs> yeah, and um, who uh, I have actually seen in real life, almost shot in my apartment. Oh, the movie was shot at Ben's apartment. Oh yeah, it was. Felipe jerked off in his bed. That's, That's right. Right. That's right. Um, yeah, but but we didn't film the scene in his bed. I just jerked off on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Felipe was jerking off everywhere. Right. <laughs> jerking off everywhere. Anyways, um, that Woody Allen. We can catch that bit. Let's. Well, he kind of famously going. only people are like in his movies, and they're like they don't know, they don't know what's going on in the movie. Yeah. They just get like the pages that pertain to them. Is that really That's famous? Right. Yeah. Yes, just the, yeah. the people who just are like walking in and go on. And they don't really talk to him much, I guess. Did you have something on your face? Do we need to stop? Yeah, she had like a little bit of oatmeal or something on her. Oh, some just glaze. Yeah. It's just glaze, everybody. Yeah. Um, wait, really? So his so th- when yeah. I'm seeing those people on the Woody Allen when I'm seeing Annie Hall they have no fucking they have no Diane Keaton doesn't on. even know who no Woody clue. Allen is. Know who Woody Allen is and what and Annie Hall. Yep. So, um, we don't have to talk about Woody Allen though. So Twitter Spaces. Okay. <laughs> oh, Twitter wait. Spaces are sweeping the virtual nation. Not to change. Well, I wanted to say no, one last no, thing no, about no, something no, we were no, talking. No, about. I don't want to change the subject. Oh, okay, okay. It's just Clubhouse, just right? I was just joking. Oh, you're joking. It is just Clubhouse. We, we had to finish talking about what we we're talking about. So there's this surprise method. Yeah. <laughs> all right sarah you're gonna have to draw this one out if you want to come back to it that up. Uh, i'm interested in talking about uh 
Twitter spaces. Oh, we're definitely going to talk about Twitter spaces. I appreciate okay. you saying I was good in that movie, though, because I have a really hard time watching myself on screen, and I have all sorts of insecurities about sure. my acting or whatever. Yeah. And in particular, that jacking off scene, you know, it was at the end of the night. I was tired. You know, I was not feeling horny. I was feeling tired. And right. like, how am I going to look like I'm horny? And so, mm. you know, I've seen the movie. I have seen the movie, but I have, a, you know, have a hard time kind of like fully being there with it because I'm like, oh, fuck this and that. Mm. And I don't like this and I don't like that or whatever, you know? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think I think you did a great job, but I think so much of it is in the editing and, and the filmmaking of that. You know, like um, you shouldn't have to, I don't know, like if you're at home about to jerk off and you're getting horny, I don't know if, if, if I was a fly in the wall that I would be looking at you and it would be obvious. Like you would be like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm going to fucking jerk off. Right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> you would just be like normal looking and then suddenly you'd pull out your computer and, you know. That's so. true. Well, see, then ironically, I think maybe in my quest to try to look appropriately horny, I overdid it, right? Actually, when... Maybe when you're when one is alone jacking off, they're just like face is dead. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. sad like, to think about. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. you're not like making faces for someone else to look at you. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of in your own world. In fact, you're trying to be quiet so your roommate doesn't hear you. Yeah. Also, I was going to say that it's funny about editing because we went to the beach. The first shooting we did is that we went to the beach. That is what I wanted to recall. Yeah. You because you were you there? I was there. Yeah, and yeah, you, Alex was like, "Just you guys hang out. Just like lay on the thing. I'll film you this and that." I didn't think anything of it. I mean, this was even miles before me ever thinking that mm-hmm. that I was gay, which is what Alex said to me, you're gay. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, but then when I see the movie, the whole thing was homoerotic. Or, I mean, you know, it was like, I mean, I'm sorry if that's reductive, but, you know. Like no, that's okay. The yeah. eyes, the, 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 the chest, the stomach, the back, you know, it was very like, you know, cutting cutting us into body parts and yeah, I felt a little sneaky filming that stuff. I, I had no clue that's what was happening. That they were being eroticized through the male gaze. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 and it was. You know what's crazy is on that the movie is kind of loosely based on uh, somebody I used to know, yes. a friendship I used to have, uh, and when we were at the beach, and I don't remember if it was. I think it was when we were shooting that scene. Yes, when we were walking to the spot. Yeah, uh, that person who I haven't, who recently I'm reconnecting with, but hadn't talked to for years at that point. Um, his sister was on the beach, just like walking towards me, um, seemingly at like an angle that you don't like at a weird diagonal. And yeah, it just felt serendipitous or something. Wow. That, yeah, and um, I remember that moment because we were with you and you were like really like. But I couldn't tell you shocked. guys. Yeah, I was shook. You couldn't tell us. And also, I feel like um, even if you could have told us, it wouldn't have really captured the weight of what that meant in your life. And um, I really felt like, you know, I'm addicted to being best friends with people. And I was like, ah, if only me and Alex are best friends, he could just be like, look who's here. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. But instead, it was like, oh, shit. I don't know. What a mystery. And now, years later, I understand the significance of this person was and Mm. and what happened. But it, it was like a funny weird moment of like something was happening with you and we were all just like oh huh it's weird i didn't see i didn't even register any yeah. of that i was on like you're in the zone like you were now you're at level three i was at level negative one where i was like <laughs> alex is filming alex. us for a beautiful beach day <laughs> you're like this guy's a hack yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like b-roll that you're gonna sell i thought it was gonna be like you know a nice beach day kind of young people enjoying themselves at the beach come to find out 
dripping with sex. Simeon says, I love the drawings of Felipe slamming well. It's true. The pictures are really funny. You drew those. Uh, there's somewhere. No, you drew those. You drew them, dude. Oh, we both drew some. Did I? Yeah. Oh, maybe you're right. <laughs> there's a combination. On the day, I had you draw, draw more. And I cannot yeah. remember that. But I did. I don't know about you guys, but I've drawn. I mean, you, you draw like erotica. No, but this is a thing that you've told me that you like. That's pretty cool. I, yeah. I personally have not really drawn a lot of like porn. It's something I did as a kid a lot. And I always thought, and I, then I would like jerk off to it or it would make me hard. And, and I mean, I fully had access to porn 100% of the time. It was something about like literally trying to draw someone you know or like. Or part of it is also. the sexiest thing that you can. Yeah. You know. I, I don't know. It's just funny. Uh, because the drawings are hilarious. <laughs> you know, they, I'm not like, you know, they're not like atomic. Uh, what is, is that the word? Anatomically. Yeah. Anatomically correct. They're, they're cartoonish. And, uh, so yeah, I'm glad that I put that into something. Cause I feel like that moment in the film always makes me laugh. I think it's funny. I think the drawings are kind of funny, but that I also feel like, you know, that they're, that they're horny. Yeah. I mean, I remember, in middle school, there was a boy named Tyler who Will would be like, you know, Tyler, he draws like porn. And we laugh at him, right? Like, but he was cool. He was a cool guy and he got pussy. But um, <laughs> in <laughs> middle school or I mean, low key, eighth grade, maybe he was, you know, just making out, whatever mm -hmm. he got, he hooked up. Damn. And, mm -hmm. yeah. He didn't need to just draw. Yeah, he, he didn't. But but, it, 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 you know. Now I'm like, no, that was evidence of a truly uninhibited, yeah. explorative sexuality. That's some R. Crumb shit. At the time, yeah. I thought, this is, that's lame. And like, why would you, why would you do, why would you even, even, yeah. But I think that was inhibited of me, you know? It was mm. some sort of embarrassment. Like, oh, if I'm drawing porn, there's something like embarrassing about it. Mm. I, and he was going around showing people this stuff? <laughs> I mean, Will knew about it, so I don't mm. know if he had told anyone that he, I don't know how Will found out. Cause I used to, I used to, sometimes I'd burn the papers. I would like throw them away. But if I was at my house, I'd be like afraid that my dad would like be rifling through the trash for some wow. his keys or something. That's sexy. That's kind of beautiful. You yeah. draw it, you yeah. jack off, you burn it. The shame. Yeah. I would just go, I'd go burn it in the backyard or something or yeah. put it in a little, like put it in a place and then burn it when my parents left or something. Well, you recently <laughs> told me that, I mean, can I share that we were talking about 3d because you said yeah, yeah. 3D. Yeah, we can talk about this. So I told you about the software Daz, this 3D software, and you said to me... Uh, it's porn. It's made for porn. Yeah. It's, it's the, I mean, the, mo most of the 3D community, I feel like, is reinforced by porn, people making 3D porn. You might, you might be right. On a really uh, amateur level. Not at like a professional level, but I think it's getting accessible for amateurs to the point amateur hentai uh, POV uh, hmm. milf um, that, yeah, everybody is uh, getting on the, the bus and they're trying to make 3D porn. Well, what's funny. And about, it rocks. I love it. What's funny about the software is it has all these pre-made bodies. So you can. So the whole thing about the software is instead of having to build a human body, you just click, give me a body, it gives you a body mm -hmm. and then you can kind of fuck with it. It's like, OK, I want the face to be like this. I want the, you know, it's, it's like a pre-made. And it hadn't occurred. I mean, I took it for granted. But once you mentioned it, it's like the bodies are really sexual. Yeah. And there's like poses. There's like presets. And then all the poses, especially for women, are just like. They're just like legs akimbo, like Wait, you know, they're you, very sexualized. Yeah, and they're and the in the in the the like uh, neutral female like three D body, huge breasts. Yeah, it's like wow. very like 
Wow. Yeah. And we know that, that big boobs can never be neutral. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> what would be the neutral female bodies? Totally problematized. Yeah. Medium boobs. <laughs> Medium boobs. Um, hmm. Man, there's a lot of different things that we could we could go into. I wanted to say this about uh, Alex being a director that I've been thinking about. I, I think that you're a great director. I've seen Alex direct a lot of stuff. And uh, you just do a good job directing the actors. You know, I've kind of started grinding in the acts about... Um, being on set a lot and seeing directors who I think are too gentle. I feel like they're being reactionaries um, against like the aggressiveness of the culture where they're just kind of on set and they're like, yeah, you know, whatever, how, how do you, what do you, what do you do, whatever you want. Like just give some direction, give some direction. And Alex gives direction. Yeah, um, it's true. I mean, it's, it is, it's nice sometimes to be told what to do. Tell them what to do. We think, Tell them what to do. We think that the utopia is one where everyone gets to do everything they want, but sometimes pe but people do need directions and people don't know what they want. People don't know what they want. And it doesn't even matter because I see sometimes directors get in their heads about like, well, I'm not really sure. Pretend, just pretend that you are sure and say something and give a direction. Yeah. And I think that is sometimes all you need to do just to yeah. make the people who are performing feel like, there's direction. I don't know. There's you can even totally. push up. There's you need something to push up against. Yes, exactly. Even if it's the wrong mm. direction, they can be like, actually, don't want to do that. Actually, yeah. fuck you. I quit. Just to know <laughs> you're in good hands when you're performing. Yes. And that person is like standing you, I think is like huge. And you also have to have like respect for that person in the moment a little bit and think they're kind of, uh, yeah, like taking care of you or something. But uh, and they're thinking there, about what you're doing. There are yeah. moments, I think, when you ha when it's like really helpful to like, be like, all right, everybody take five or like every quiet on set. And then you like, you go in and like whisper to somebody and you're like, um, you're saying things like, instead of being like, can you smile more? You're like, I want you to be like up here with it. Or like, you know, like <laughs> pull it back a little bit. You, that is helpful sometimes, but 98% of the time, especially with the stuff I make, it's like, you just want to be like, can you just be crazier or like yeah. move a little bit? Or like shake your hips more, or just yeah. be like really direct about stuff, and it can it can be like, I think uh, also because I'm basically producing everything I make, it's like I'm looking at the clock, you know. I don't usually have like, sometimes I'll have an AD or something, but it's like so I'm concerned about time. So you can waste a lot of time with that shit. Yeah, with like finessing the performance. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's something that I'm learning because. Uh, I've been I've been like directing voice acting for cartoons and stuff and I'm mm. like oh I need I actually I think I need to do less like I'm really mm. like I wanted this very specific way and like and it gets to the point where it's like no just give like an impression the person will do it and then move forward I think that's funny there's yeah. this culture of like don't do line reads to me if someone trying to get me to do something just do it to me exactly the way I say it the See, way you want it and I'll I'm, try to do it I'm personally <laughs> I'm personally anti-line read I do believe in that because I think when yeah. you give people line reads, they actually become kind of wooden because they're trying to like match, the, especially with voice acting, they're trying to match the sing song of your voice mm. and you don't want them doing a sing song or you want them like creating their own or like. Yeah, you should cast people so they can be themselves. Yeah. That's the, that's the, yeah, the truth, the truth in the word. Mm, the true, um. true. That's from Cloud Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> that's the big true, true. The, I, I thought it was from Rick and Morty actually because I haven't seen Cloud Atlas, but they I do a Cloud Atlas parody. Cloud Atlas. They are, yeah. Rick and Morty, yeah. Man, there's so many things that I want to talk about, uh, but I have another sort of like just sort of sincere thing to say, which is that me and Alex were working on something yesterday, which was 3D, right? It was in, mm -hmm. it was in 3D. Not yet, but. And not yet. Um, and it was, we were just having such a fun time. I had such a, did you have fun yesterday? I, I had a blast, a great time. Yeah. yeah, it was a blast. And, uh, 
I just, I just felt good doing it. You know, I, I took this whole week off from work basically, and I'm not going home for the holidays just so that I could like do whatever I felt like doing and not spend time with people. Lena calls that cancel time. And, uh, then I heard that Alex was shooting this thing and I was like, oh, well, I'm just gonna go spend 14 hours <laughs> <laughs> doing that instead. And it was just so fun. And I felt like it was, um, I hear people like describe like being in high school and like making videos with their friends and like fucking around. I did that a little bit when I was a kid, but by the time I was in high school, I was like really self-conscious about making stuff and wanting it to be good and like did not really enjoy working on creative projects. There was a couple things I did when I was in high school that I thought were cool and that I liked. But for the most part, I was so preoccupied with this idea that like, oh, if I'm going to be like an artistic person or an artist when I'm older, then the shit I make when I'm a teenager has to be fire. Because you would hear mm. about these like people that you really looked up to were legendary who like, oh yeah, when they were in high school, they like won their school's talent show doing their stand-up comedy right, already. Yeah. You have to like have these early like, uh, like sort of, uh, I don't know, insights or brilliant things that you do, even if it's just pieces. And I was so afraid of that, um, that I didn't enjoy doing stuff. And then, uh, just, yeah, being in that, this is a third life thing. Uh, mm. if you listen to the last episode, third life is the life that I'm on. Second life ended maybe a year ago or something. Yeah, and I'm also on third life. <laughs> and then there's half life, which is a video game. That's true. There's mm -hmm. half life. And uh, there's free half man, life. free man. Yeah. And Gordon. But we don't need to get into yeah, that. Yeah, right? yes. so something else. And so in third life, I feel like I am like my idea of a sixteen-year-old who's just like, oh yeah, let's just let's just go shoot some shit. Like this is fun. Yeah, yeah. this has been great. So now in third life, you've come. It is like like level three where you're back to the, the innocence mm. of back childhood. Back to the innocence. I've been waiting for you to draw the connection between levels and lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thinking that when I was listening back to the episode, I was like, one, this is like not that stunning of an insight to think that like as you get older. Things change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and two, it's so parallel to the low levels thing. Uh, yeah. We didn't make the connection last week. Mm, but how do you make it like a video game? Yeah. So it was fun. It was fun. I was going to say that um, can, uh, earlier you were saying um, that when that you Twitter listen, spaces are okay. Sweeping. No, we will we'll, because we'll get to <laughs> Twitter spaces. It's basically like clubhouses. We'll, so how do they we'll get to Twitter spaces. Yeah. But you were saying the other day. You were saying this morning, in fact, in, on this podcast, oh. not like what, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, my God. You were saying, oh, you know, when I listen back, what I don't like is when I don't get into it, right? When I start a topic, but I pull back. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? And, <laughs> hey, we still had Sorry. a little interaction there. So, I, we, uh, so that was interesting because I think, you know, each one of us, me, you, uh, Sam, we have different gripes about, you know, like, this is how I want it to go. And yeah, this we is, need this to do is, more of this, less of this. Yeah, yeah, more of this, less of this, blah, blah, blah. And 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 you, you know, I know, uh, maybe I'm, I'm wrong about this, but in the past, you've been like, well, there's things that I'm nervous about talking about, either because we know the people or because, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I don't want people to get the wrong idea mm -hmm. or, you know, I don't want to get canceled or whatever. Or like even earlier, I was like, is it a crime to my three friends drunk drove four years ago and I didn't stop them like the trouble? police like knock at their door yeah. statute to limit statute of limitations yeah. is not over yeah. we can still get you for this I stressed yeah and then you said but no actually you're like old Sarah afraid to talk about things after listening new Sarah let's get into it let's mm -hmm. talk shit about other comedians in the scene let's um let's you say were saying all that's this what I said yeah. that's what crazy. I said yeah and uh -huh. And also, we so f uh, rewind to three days ago or something. Ian, I was talking to Ian, and he's like, you know, I've been listening. I, I like to listen to to Reason Man this and that. He goes, I really like it when you guys have like beef. And mm. last episode, mm. 
you and me, we had a beef at we the end. We beefed, yeah. We had a yeah. beef at the very end of the episode, and then it, it carried over into after the, the episode. But I edited out the beef. Oh, shit. I edited out the last beef at the end, and uh, Ian was like, no, I like it when there's beef. And I always thought, oh, when there's beef, it's like, it just sounds bad. It's not, you uh, don't want the beef in there. But he's like, no, the beef is good. People love beef. People, yeah. Yeah, but it's Culture not... Culture obsessed with beef. It's not fun to be the one beefing. Yeah, or you know what's funny also is um, one of the things, I can't remember if this is one of the things you edited out. I, I made this joke that I make a lot where I'm like, oh, well, you know, sometimes friends grow apart. I usually make it about Sam, um, but I made it about Felipe being like, we're not, we're not going to be friends anymore. Um, and you were like, oh, I don't really like when you say that or whatever. And to me, I've posted stuff like that on Instagram before about people where I'll just like really go in on them. And I'll get back a DM from some other person not involved in the situation at all being like, whoa, that's like kind of harsh or like what's going on? And I'm like... Yeah, but it, I wouldn't have said it if we weren't, like, such for real homies. Mm. Like, you know, you think I'm out here, like, saying shit like, oh, we're going to drift apart to someone who I'm actually drifting apart from? That would be... I mean, but in a sense, I don't know. There's a little, there's a tiny little truth there. Well, that's the like, thing. We haven't not, been talking as much lately, yeah. so I thought maybe we... I was like, <laughs> am I? Are we growing apart? And then also there was another thing you, yeah. you, you, you roasted me for that I was sensitive about. Yeah. Just the point being that, you know, as time goes on, you know, we'll, we'll start fighting more and saying worse stuff about people and leaving it in. Yes. Yeah. Yep. The, the framework right. of drifting apart or really beefing or like are like constructs I think are funny to poke fun of generally. Like of course you you drift apart from people and then you come back to people yeah. and like I don't know, like the per, even the person that the journal is about like I hung out with them and I hadn't talked to them in years and mm, so I think it's it's funny to be. Say shit that is like, yo, I'm beefing with you, or like, yeah, like yeah, we're drifting yeah. apart. It's, we're having issues. It's so right real now. in a way that I think is yeah. just like a construct. It's true, but what I don't like is when you're hearing a podcast and you're like, and you hear them say something and you're like, that's actually a problem they have. Yeah, mm -hmm. like that's actually a thing they fight about. As a listener, you can clock when it's like, this is actually real. On like a come town when like Nick is like on Stavros about like losing weight or something, and I'm like, oh stop, and he's like actually being mean. Yeah, that's yeah, a moment where stop. you're like, this is real, and it. Get, I mean, I, sometimes it's funny, but sometimes like this is getting a little less funny because mm -hmm. I can hear that this is. And a you real can hear thing. the other person being like, okay, like stop it, you know, in yeah. their voice, even if they don't say that, and uh, it's that's a little stressful. It's yeah. a little stress, and it's a little. I don't know, but. Yeah. Yeah. But but then Sam said no because Sam's p pro beef and truth. Yes, Sam's realness. Yeah, realness I mean, of all time. and if you listen, he's always cutting us down yes. and humiliating us yes. on the podcast, or even exposing things about me that aren't even humiliating, but are just sort of vulnerable in a sweet way. Where I'm like, don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam. Yeah, um, but he said funny. he said you have to have Kabe mind. Oh, you gotta have Kaveh mind. And Kaveh, yeah. notoriously a person who has ruined, you know, yeah. many relationships. Yeah, I wanted to post last week because we got a lot of messages that people really liked the, the episode. And it was funny because me and Felipe got a fight after the episode. Um, and I wanted to post and be like, the episode was good because it was powered by this kind of brewing tension that <laughs> exploded. Yeah, <laughs> after we did the episode. But I was afraid to do that because we had actually been in a fight. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, now yeah. that we've kind of we resolved past it, it maybe, and we're maybe I can post the beef yeah. again <laughs> i can just recut the beef into the episode yeah. A little clip yeah. yeah i got the beef i got the beef folder um but that's funny that then you say that like oh yeah we need to get real or we need to beef more because the thing i just said about how like i'm loving making things now that was me going in but it was on a topic that's so gentle and benign that uh mm. it's not 
It's not what people think of as going in, but oh, so yeah. <laughs> going in is not just, it's not just getting dirty and mean. Yeah, it's, it's also just like fully because I could have just been like, oh, I so enjoyed working on that yesterday. It was really fun. Like I'm just have in a mindset where I like like making stuff. Instead, I was like, no, I'm gonna fully elaborate into my whole feeling about what it was like and what it reminded deep. me of you're being real yeah. yeah and maybe it's a little bit it could be boring sometimes but you gotta at least fully put the thought out there rather than putting a half thought out and being like is this interesting because people are gonna be like no <laughs> yeah so now i wanted to do a pause you're listening to raise a man arena this is sarah i'm felipe that's alex we are giving away a free turkey. <laughs> One okay. free turkey. If you're just joining us, we're going to give away a free turkey. This is not a drill. <laughs> this... <laughs> yeah. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Uh, yeah, let's wait. Do that sound and I go. And today we're giving away a free turkey. <laughs> this is not a drill. This is not a joke. This is real. How do you get the free turkey? This is how you do it. Go on Twitter. Find my handle at Felipe D. Poi. At Felipe D. Poi. That's it. F-E-L-I-P-E-D-I-P-O-I. At Felipe Poi, and I've tweeted, the show is starting. And then underneath that tweet, I've replied, we're giving away a turkey for real. Reply to that tweet with hashtag what the turkey stuffed with or hashtag <laughs> what's the turkey stuffed with if you can't do AAVE. Yeah. And then write what is the turkey stuffed with. Right, like what it is. Don't, what it is. Something yeah. funny. Some funny joke. The funniest joke, you will get a free turkey. Delivered. Delivered. Uh, offer only valid in New York City. <laughs> Let's see if we've gotten any. Uh, okay. And you can either get it. It can be um, frozen or it can be thawed. So, at single local says hashtag what the turkey stuffed with. Okay, they went with what? <laughs> Fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. Only response we've gotten. Okay. Mm. You know, people put beer cans in, tur in turkeys. What? Whole beer, beer, a beer cans? butt turkey. What? Or beer, beer butt chicken. Biakan. <laughs> Biakan turkey. Yeah, that brings me to the next subject, which is that Alex is really good at doing impressions. Yes, I didn't mention that. He debuted mm. an Eric Adams impression yesterday, but we're not going to do that on the podcast. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Because um, he's kind of like, yeah, he's kind of just neutral, raceless, sexless. Sure. Mm? Can you do Boomhauer? <laughs> I don't want to do it right now. You don't okay. feel like it? Um, well, if you do, what's an impression? Do you want to do an impression? Wait, you do a pretty good one of um, Santa Claus. Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah, I do like Walker. all the normal Woody ones. Allen. He does like, a bunch of white guys. He does a bunch of white guys. Wow, Rising Man. So good to be here. Crazy. It's like I'm a fan. And now here we are. <laughs> can you can you plug what the turkey stuff with us, Christopher Walken? <laughs> Twitter. Go crazy on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Stop what you do. Wow. <laughs> I'm not it. Finish it up. All right. Wow. Open your phones. Stop what you're doing. Open Twitter. Go to Felipe's Instagram. Open the tweets. I'm done. I Can you do Bernie? Um, not really. I mean, it's just kind of like. Um, I'm eating a donut right now. Okay, so. we'll, we'll, we'll circle back. Donut we we'll, circle circle back, back to this. we'll circle we'll back circle to back this. I feel like I do. I feel like impressions in general are so like hack. But I don't feel the, this way. But go on. Mm. They're magic. I think. Anyway, let me finish eating. 
Yeah, maybe we'll have to edit this out, but uh, Will was doing an impression of Tynan. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> it was really that good. It was so funny. Mm. And it was, it, was, it was very sweet. And yeah, it was extremely funny. Um, so Twitter Spaces. Twitter Spaces, they're sweeping the virtual nation. I was on Twitter recently. You know, it's crazy on there. Everybody's <laughs> talking about, you know, feuding in the comments. You know, <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, and suddenly they're adding new features and there's the spaces now. And I'm just, you know, I was on the Upper West Side and I was walking into a, a cinema and it was, it was an old movie I'd seen as a kid. And, and I was thinking about Twitter, you know, and how, you know, people are always, you know, sort of talking about the the zeitgeist and the cultural ennui and I thought you know maybe it's simpler you know that's awesome that's great it also gets to what I'm gonna say about <laughs> that, that's bringing up some of the big themes so uh Felipe you give us the intro now we go to our um correspondent Felipe Depoy on Twitter spaces and rooms so this story begins with Clubhouse you know like about a year ago I mean Clubhouse blew up it was this yeah corn I, I found it quite corny mm -hmm. um the idea was like these are voice chat rooms and obviously like everything else in tech drenched in that kind of r word uh utopianism i'm going in i'm going in no that's coming out <laughs> every laugh at uh, whenever you say that you're gay or whatever anytime i laugh at that we're cutting that out <laughs> no we're not cutting anything out but um yeah but it was kind of like a crypto it seemed like a crypto bro, like yeah, total kind of like hustle to culture first. vibe. I mean, there yeah. were all sorts of things, but I found, I found the culture on there to be like, just kind of. I mean, there so there are these voice chat rooms, and literally you get on and you can either listen to people speaking or you can ask to speak, and then there's a moderator. So that's how they keep it from being like a total cacophony of speaking. But like there will be like 150 people listening, which I would prefer. That would be that's sort of like a, a million people speaking. It would be like a John Megamall. Cage performance or yes, something. Yes, I mean talking, but no. <laughs> that would be like a, like a Discord or like a, you yeah. know like the when people would play video games. You know, yeah. like playing Counter Strike. It's like everyone can speak at the same time. Which speaking of Discord, remind me Life World Discord. We gotta tell you something funny. Oh uh, yeah, we have big things coming. Yeah. Life World's Life gonna have World. a Discord. We'll have Apparently, to tell you about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, do, why doesn't then the Razor Man have a Discord? Because I don't even really understand what a Discord is for, or like why use that versus uh, is it like a Facebook? Group? It's a chat room. It's a chat that room. you create. That it's for. We've kind of come full circle, I think, with social media and the internet in a way that, like, even what we're talking about, Clubhouse and Twitter room. What are they called? Spaces. Twitter, Twitter Spaces. Twitter room and Discord. They're all coming back to like we've hit the the limit of like okay. You know what I mean? We're back to AOL now. We're back to AOL. Kind of, yeah, it's like let's go back to chat rooms, but like really make them. Yeah, fire. Good. All right, well, make so Alex is firing fire. off the first take on Twitter Spaces. Twitter Spaces is a brand new concept, and Alex has shot off the first take. <laughs> Wait, so, so... Around the world. So, <laughs> and I broke um, my ring when I was... When he was firing it off. So Clubhouse, I found it, yeah, like, I would, I would get on in just a lot of conversations that were like, Rise and grind. How to like make yourself more uh, productive, <laughs> more brand. Yeah, how to brand yourself even more. Um, yeah. Like a lot of cornball stuff. A lot of a lot of like success stuff. Um, the most interesting room I found was um, a Dominican conspiracy theory room. <laughs> so it was all Dominicans talking about ancient aliens and stuff. Mm -hmm. That was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then a lot of I well. So this is how I'm gonna circle back. I've, I well. There was a kind of conversation that I saw a lot, which was about like, there would be like all black rooms talking about dating 
um, dating and like interracial dating. Like that was a big, a big thing. Mm. Like, do people want to, you know, like do black men date black women? Like, what are the politics of this? Like, I kept seeing that over and over, and mm. um, it was just like a really common conversation, and and one that personally I was like. I don't know. It was just like happening a You're lot. You're like, how, how do I relate to this? I would listen in. I'd be like, I'm kind of curious, but it was just, cu- it was just interesting because it's also a conversation I've seen a lot on like t- Twitter comments and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I know it's like an ongoing conversation, which like I've never like literally been a part of, but then through, through Clubhouse, I was like, wow, this, this particular conversation is happening a lot or like mm. shades of this conversation. Mm. So now Twitter is trying to bite off Clubhouse because it has, I don't know what the deal with Clubhouse is if it's like. No one's poor, even talking about Clubhouse anymore. No, it has had like a little moment where everyone was like all hot on it and, and it had this hype open because you had to like be invited to be on it and it wasn't that hard to get invited no but that still was like wait what <laughs> yeah it yeah. was and also yeah it just it was like a bit be- it was like a beta 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 version kind of right wasn't that the idea why you had to get invited um i thought it was to give a sense of exclusivity mm, like raya Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it reminds me of Snapchat, and I mean, it's, this should be illegal, I think, or like there should be some like you shouldn't be able to <laughs> do this. It's crazy. Should be illegal to speak on to speak no, in the chat room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that you <laughs> shouldn't be able to speak, uh, uh, express your views. Um, no, like the fact that Twitter <laughs> is basically just created uh, that they've Clubhouse, Clubhouse, Periscope, like all these Snapchat, these. You think Clubhouse should just have the lock? They just have the patent, and it's like. No I think there else. should be something. I can you can you imagine if you like invented yeah. Clubhouse? I mean, even if you sucked, and were some kind of you know yeah. crypto bro, and then like a week later, Twitter just like started doing what you're doing, and totally. then obviously people are gonna do that. They all have Twitter. Yeah, it would piss me yeah. off. It would suck, and you you know yeah. I just think like I should be able to patent doing long captions be... on my Instagram stories that are sincere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam's on notice. That's why he's not yeah. here today. Yeah, well, Sam's I'm... biting my swag on that. Instagram yeah. stories were bit off of Snapchat. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And when that happened, I almost couldn't believe it because it was so <laughs> clearly the exact same thing. Totally. And I was like, whoa, how do they do this? And I remember years ago. I think something about like Apple and Microsoft got into a lawsuit because there was some proprietary like something with the login screen or like the design of a smartphone. And um, I th- I don't remember what happened, but uh, it's it's a conversation I feel like has been ongoing. I'm not in tech or anything, but yeah. Um, so yeah, every time I see people in these Twitter spaces, I get a little. Um, I don't really give a shit, but I guess I just think like. This, this is emblematic be. of like this monopolizing tech industry. Interesting, because I was saying, I was thinking like, oh, it should be free. The IP, the, the intellectual property, like it should be free. Anyone can come up with a voice chat room. Why let one company monopolize it over another? But what you're saying is like, no, the opposite. The fact that companies can bite each other's swag. <laughs> Mm-hmm. makes it so that there's like a concentration of power. No one can come up with a novel thing without a bigger platform biting it off and being like, I'm going to do that thing too. Right. It's stifling innovation as uh Yeah, but on the, on the other say. hand too, they don't always work, right? Like Twitter tried to do stories and it didn't work. They took them off. And it didn't work. Fleets. Oh, really? Fleets? Fleets were stories. Yeah. Fleets were stories. Yeah, here's my take on the Twitter spaces. Um, what stresses me out about it is like, Uh, the idea that like we should all be meeting as a global community on the internet and discussing things and like uh, it makes me fear like hive minding like i already feel like when i look at twitter sometimes it blows my mind to watch like 
people the, the shapes of people's thoughts become similar because totally. everyone is like writing their jokes in these certain formats like you know exemplified by what a meme is but also just in general like this way of making observations about your life becomes really streamlined and there's like a house voice across like all of twitter basically or like in, in certain i wouldn't even say subcultures mega cultures of what twitter is like um where i think like ooh, why are we all coalescing around even and also like ideas it's not even just a way of talking it's like a way of thinking and so then when i see people meeting in the the twitter spaces i'm like stop 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 like uh amalgamating all of our minds into one like global being and uh it, it just freaks me out well that's so that was i think kind of where i was going earlier which oh, is that great. i got on the twitter spaces and it does have this kind of flattening like you can't get 150 people speaking to each other and not and like the only way for that to happen is for them to agree on like a kind of lowest common denominator sort of conversation vibe like you it's hard to get like a like a level three conversation. Yes, right. Because also you don't even know what people are coming in with, like what the understandings are, the operative ones. And so you come in and you feel like you have to explain and justify certain stances. It, it relates to the level one, level two, level three thing where like level two people think level three people are on level one. And you're like, no, no, I've been there. I tried that. Now I'm at this way of thinking. And like, I just, yeah, there's definitely not the room for that much nuance. And I also just don't know like what it's after it kind of like uh, in the spirituality world life that i'm in it makes me think of the fact that like there's this pretty accepted idea across major religions and like spiritual practices that we're all one you know we all have the same sort of like fire of light and consciousness inside of us that is a singular kind of being and then we live in all these separate uh incarnations now karmically yeah, i've done i've done acid too yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> and then and when we die or like eventually at the end of whatever our incarnated life is we all join back into the the one being um, and I just don't think we should be trying to become the one being on earth. I think ah. we should stay separated. I think that's, I like that a yeah, lot. Right? Yeah. Wow. Like, that's not for us to do here. That's not, we wouldn't be, you know, in these karmic bodies. If we were supposed to be the one, you know, we wouldn't, why would we exist separate? So you don't think that we are like a fallen version of a, of a better transcendent thing. We are, we have to value this version. We have to of value ourselves. this version of ourselves. It's like storytelling. Yeah. It's like inherently linear, but it's like time is a flat circle or whatever. But it's like that's what makes us unique. So like, let's so we got to tell the story and think of all the the great stories. Exactly. The Iliad yeah. thing. Exactly. Pulp well, Fiction. Well, I guess. Lord of the Rings. Twin I Towers. guess I did find like this sort of so. Twitter Spaces have been around for a minute. This isn't that new. But, like, for some reason, they, like, made it either public or it, like, blew up now where, like, you're now seeing a lot of Twitter spaces. That's right. And I guess maybe the reason I brought up sort of the, some of the topics I saw is because right away I saw, like, two different rooms about, like, dating and Yes, the I world. saw that, too. And I was like, oh, my, like, what is it about this conversation that, like, pops off so much for people? And I think it is just because it's, like, an easy thing for a lot of people to talk about. It's accessible, yeah. It's accessible. And, like, everyone has, like, a feeling about it. And there's yeah. no answer to it like you right and like there's no it's funny because what was frustrating to me about clubhouse was this idea that like oh you know obviously they have to sell their you know they have to pack it well with the bullshit of like conversations are happening and like minds are but it's like nothing productive is happening here people are just having like the most basic conversations saying this like the most basic stuff mm. and like no one's convincing each other of anything like i went on this other one that was like it was wild it was like just Palestinians and Israelis. Yeah, just going <laughs> at each other, <laughs> taking turns. At taking the end, turns. they were like, all right, cool. I think we figured it out. Yeah. They Take were just blow for blow. Yeah, yeah. exchanging <laughs> blows in the ring. In the digital space. Yeah. And there was a host who was like, 
I'm trying to be unbiased here. I'm giving it to one Palestinian <laughs> and one Israeli at a time. Like trying to, he was like, he was like, please put on your bio if you're pro Palestine or pro Israel, so I can like take. Turns. That is so <laughs> the contemporary moment. It really yeah. makes me laugh to think of a Twitter space that's. Mm. It was insane. Taking turns between Israelis and Palestinians. It was insane. Shit. I, it's kind of it's naive, but it's kind of like there's something nice about it. Maybe <laughs> that people are trying to like think that they can. I'm glad people are engaged in the life of the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I guess, and in one way, it was like, well, it's kind of nice, you know. People have all this anger, and they get to kind of say it at each other. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. I feel like the format lets anybody. It's like like have a moment of being, you know, in the conversation. Literally, it's like um, if your comments on Twitter like could actually be in conversation with the tweet for a split second or something. Yeah. Right, you have you ha you demand you ha make the host or you make the speaker have to hear you and you have to hear them hear you and they have to react to you. There's no like with a tweet, you can get a response. You might not know if the person read it, but yeah. here it's yeah. like, I know you heard me, motherfucker. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm trying to think of what. <laughs> 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 no, I know you shit. heard, motherfucker. <laughs> Dog uh, shit. What explains like what makes a good topic or a popular topic for uh, a Twitter space? The interracial dating thing makes sense to me because I'm like, this is a conversation that is a. Uh, sort of marginalized i think especially like black people talking to other black people about interracial dating like if white women's stories weren't represented on television and in movies i think there'd be a space that's like white women talking about how it's hard to find a man who really cares about your feelings or something sure you know? but like, we're seeing that like sure. they're having that talk but i don't think i'm aware of a they've lot been of like having that talk. they've been having that talk <laughs> but not a lot of mainstream media is about like People of color negotiating, dating interracially, like there's a little bit, but I, I don't know. You got like two shows. Yeah, you got two shows <laughs> and there's no nuance. So I can see why we'd be like, yeah, we should have like a conversation about that. And then it's cool that that can exist. But then when I think of this Israeli-Palestinian thing, I'm like, is that conversation not happening somewhere else? There's definitely all this sort of like goodwill, let's shake hands, like and understand each other kind of uh, shit that exists. But like for people to just get to get on there and fight. Maybe that's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, what makes that one a good one. Yeah, I don't know. I guess my my read was like, oh, these are the kinds of things you see on comment sections, but happening on voice. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, this is, a, this is a way that people are used to talking. Because I think, I think there's like a dimension of, of at least, it felt like with those conversations, it's like, I'm like, oh, people sort of know how to engage. Like, it's 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 not even about the topic itself. It's about like the pleasure of mm. getting to say mm. getting to say your piece. And I'm like, and 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 joining in a conversation. And it's like, I think, I get the sense that, for instance, with the Israeli Palestine one, I'm like, these people have this feeling, and they've maybe said these things before on a comment section. Totally. And they get and they kind of know and they kind of know the moves. Everybody knows what they want to say. Everybody yeah. knows what. Um, I don't know. There was something. It was like. It was like, it's not about the topic itself. It's about the act, the act of speaking, the act of saying and fighting and stuff and like getting That's to true. say your piece. That's true. And now tell us about your experience being the co-host of The Quiet Room. Yeah. Well, Cameron Bradford, he, a big Twitter guy coming up. Come, this guy's coming up. This guy's about to be hot. <laughs> Go long on, on uh, Cameron Bradford. He's, <laughs> he started um, The Quiet Room. Funny, because there's all these gimmick spaces. That's the other. That's the third thing. It's like gimmick spaces. I don't know about this. There was one. Well, there was like the dick sucking one where people were sucking dick. Whoa, for real? Yeah. That's I mean, cool. I don't know. The, that's cool. They're making dick sucking <laughs> noises. Oh, okay. There was one called uh, Listen to Me Squirt. Oh. I don't know if 
I don't know if people were really squirting or if they were just making the noise. Mm, yeah. They're just turning the sink on. There was one that I saw called <laughs> Space where we all pretend to be monkeys and people were just turning on their microphone and going. <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Because it's like we are monkeys. We are. And just yeah. trying to communicate That's with each meta, other. That's kind of meta, yeah. Yeah. So I, I love that. And I the irony that. is like we have all this technology to be on a Twitter space, but yes. we engage with it like animals. Yes. Mm. Oh. That's yeah. beautiful. I'm going to make a documentary mm. about that. I'm going to track that space down and make a documentary <laughs> about that. And then there was the... Oh, this is a funny thing. There was... Well, no, never mind. But anyways, we, there was just a quiet space what? in the no, idea. Talk. Yeah, Come on. Should I go in now? It was a funny thing. Yeah, yeah, go in. If it's funny, let's go in. Yeah, well, no, yeah. no funny stuff. What we are you got, doing? A guy I follow on Twitter, he went on the Israeli-Palestine one, and he asked to speak, and when he was allowed to speak, he played uh, Imagine. <laughs> oh, that is really that funny. funny, right? And that he got rules. kicked off right away. Yeah, that's amazing. Nice. <laughs> it's funny that you can play that song now, and it's like so cringe that it it automatically is like, you know, you're trying to like people kick you out of stuff. Right. It's clear what the and joke then is. while we're paused, yeah. I want to say something that I was thinking. That I think is yeah. kind of funny is that when Alex is talking about the um the the unfairness of businesses' intellectual copyright practices, mm -hmm. it was reminding me of how I feel about JoJo Siwa having been on Dancing with the Stars when she is a dancer mm -hmm. the whole premise of the show is like people who are stars but who have no prior dance experience coming on and dancing with a professional dancer and seeing how good they can be so to have someone who is both yeah. a star and a dancer come on that's not fair and uh this was something that i thought i've thought for weeks i've been talking to my mom about um because she really cares about that show and we're both kind of mad about it and it's a funny it relates to what you're saying because these are things in the world that are out of our control to worry about Twitter, Twitter taking IP from Clubhouse. Like, who gives a shit? But we are wired to care about fairness and justice. Mm -hmm. So even in this fucked up world where, like, the whole, the terms of, you know, uh, engagement are are totally uh, asinine, I still want things to be feel right and feel fair. Yeah, even if, yeah. Even if you're dealing with you know venture capital bros yeah, and stuff right. like that all these corporations all have my data but i still want the little guy to win <laughs> and, that's, and that's the way you gotta vote so want david that's yeah you, why gotta, you vote. gotta vote it's true um, all right so yeah but uh sorry what if jojo siwa started her own clubhouse app i think it'd be popular mm. yeah my roommate francesca francesca duva is very uh I don't know you guys into were roommates. what mm. i didn't know you guys were roommates yeah we were roommates we uh she's great a great roommate um it's kind of a new thing, but it's going good so far. But uh, she <laughs> loves this Jojo. Jojo. I, that's the second time I've said that. Jojo. Jojo <laughs> Siwa. And um, I don't really know anything about it, but yeah, it's. Um, I was a little upset to hear that because I've heard you go off about it. And I was yeah. like, this is just objectively wrong. Yes. And she. Uh, I know she's gay, right? And she. Yes. First, uh, same sex, same gender pair on the show yeah but it just seems like so uh it would be like if you had last comic standing and like one of the comedians was like chris rock or something yes it'd be like what the fuck is and then they and then people were like come mm. on vote for chris interesting yes. now exactly. that what the fuck now, are you talking exactly. about? now that you put it that way i understand this yes. whole time i was like who cares but now that you say wow. it with the chris rock and last comic care. standing now i kind of get it good so but, then now let's you want to veer back to what you were talking about or do you want to? What was I even talking, we're talking about? We're talking about Twitter spaces, and then we stopped to talk about the guy playing Imagine. You're supposed to be talking about the quiet room. You were talking about gimmick spaces. There's not much to say cash. about the quiet okay. room. It was just <laughs> funny to be on. Oh, you weren't going anywhere with that. I mean, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna drag some like a spider. I was gonna weave silk out of it, yeah. but there wasn't a whole lot that I was that excited to say. Only that Word. you know, it was a funny gimmick, 
and you know it's a good time to kind of play a bit with your friends totally or with yeah. people you don't know from online i'm sober I'm now so all these threads i can just see them like i can see all the zeros and ones whereas before you couldn't whereas before i was like who <laughs> I don't know what we were just talking about. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about next. I can't remember. Well, you weren't coming to Raisin Man drunk. No, yeah. no, no, no. But my mind just felt fuzzier. I don't know. I'm partially joking. But also, I think I remember in college when I used to drink a lot, I could never remember anyone I met or anyone's names or faces. Wow. And then when I stopped drinking so much, I was like, whoa, I've like hacked this. Like someone says their name. Remember it. Done. Well, I don't drink and I don't remember people's names. Yeah. Well, you get older and there's just, you know, too many names. You don't drink? I mean, very little. I drink drinks like, very little. Gets a headache after. Yeah. Oh, right. I think you talked about this in the last episode. We talked yeah. about it in the last episode. I'm not a big drinker. That's cool. I need to slow down. Yeah. I didn't drink for like two days before the shoot, which is uh, pathetic to say out loud. But, <laughs> but uh, and I, I felt good during the shoot. Yeah, it rules. I never, I never feel like drinking. I rarely feel like drinking makes me like a better version of me. It always exactly. makes me sleepy yeah. and like kind of slower, even when I'm drunk. Like some, I mean, it does, un, you know, uninhibit me or whatever. And I have fun, but. Yeah. Often I'm like, I'll be drunk and I'll be like, I wish I wasn't drunk because I feel tired. Now. It's true. But sometimes you're drunk and you're like, I love ah! to drink. I'll say that. I love being drunk. I love to drunk. <laughs> I love drunks. Um, <laughs> but it's not that. It's the next day or it's, it's like all day. the other moments when yeah. there's just like a consistent. I remember there was one time I got into microdosing psilocybin when I worked at, in the World Trade Center for like half a year. Fire. And I was like, scared. Great story. He was story. scared he was going to get struck down. <laughs> so he had to just trip a little to be like, it's okay, I'm part of the universe. And Yeah. Um, well, every... Wait, he was going to get struck down that 9-11 was, was going to happen? That was happen. That yeah. they were going to go into the Oculus? That was the, mm-hmm. le- the last thing I was worried about because they would never 9-11 the same building twice. No, it's like lightning, you know. You think that's what you think. Uh, Wait, were you at the Freedom Tower? Yeah, you were working there. What were you doing there? I worked at Condé Nast for six months doing editing. Oh, yeah, Yeah. we should have started with that to introduce you. Condé Nast, Nast, former Condé Nast video editor. (laughs) Bro, what is that even? Condé Nast. That's no, that's not a word in any language I know. Conde Nast. That's my Joe Castle Baker impression. Conde <laughs> Nast. <laughs> yeah, do more Joe. That's good. That's so good. Do one more. Um, you can even do the same. Wait, can you do And do you want to? I said, but it's a turkey tater. Yes. It's like Sim Joe Castle Baker. I love impressions. Wait, can you do Woody Allen talking about how he was on the World Trade Center on 9 11 and how he died? <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I, I know, I'm, you know, I'm looking out the window and there's, a, I think I see a plane coming towards us. And then, you know, it's, you know, I turn to my coworker and, you know, he's, Impressive, and you know we've always had conversations about this sort of thing. I called my doctor, and you know he said <laughs> it could be heading towards us, and you know it, it turned on. Of course, it was, and I thought uh, I get I have to call Annie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. We love that. We love that. Yeah. Can you do? Uh, I'll think of something else. Let me look on my. I had I wrote down some stuff I wanted to talk about. Let me see if we got to it because we're coming into the final stretch. We're coming into the final stretch. Oh, no I can one... do Tom from Succession. Yo, do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, do Tom from Succession. Uh, talking about how um. Uh, why he was at the at the January sixth uh, okay. storming of the Capitol. Hey Shiv. 
Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, I have to tell you something. It's not a big deal. Um, so January 6th, I don't, you were in Boston, I think, but no big deal. But um, I was at the Capitol. Yes, of the U.S. <laughs> Shiv, no, honey, listen, come here, sweetie. It's okay. <laughs> no, uh, so I think Greg's going to take care of it. Um, so I think we're good. Can, can, you say, can he explain that uh, a storm is coming and that cue uh, foretold? <laughs> Me and the cue shaman, we're talking. Shiv, <laughs> Shiv. No, yeah. Me and the cue shaman. And he was saying the storm is coming. And ATN, we could have a story about it. And I was thinking about telling your dad, no. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's really good. That's good. Yeah, that's, we're clipping that one out. Yeah, we're putting. we're doing that as a... A little promo a bit. Little promo. Uh, what if I got on SNL on. of all my comedian friends? You got not on? Being I, would, comedian? I would kill myself. Yeah. I would kill myself too. Yeah, Yeah, I'd start drinking again and going to the after party. Yeah. Oh, That'd yeah. be my whole life would be waiting for Saturday night to go to the after party. Carly mm. says that's so good. That is a really That's good funny because I don't even watch the show and that voice isn't familiar to me, but I can hear something fully realized there mm. and that feels like a i've seen the show and trust me it's pretty good okay here's some other it's things i want to talk about we'll do a, this is some of these are lightning fast one we're now drinking these prebiotic colas all the time at life world and they are really hard on prebiotic yeah <laughs> prebiotic not yeah. probiotic no yeah, everyone asks that a little bit not what for does too prebiotic long, mean yeah before i don't know it's like yeah, you guys are drinking pre cum. <laughs> yeah, so we're drinking this. Yeah, our landlord is making us yeah. drink pre cum. And then, <laughs> so this is the funny thing we wanted to talk about earlier related to Grimto, which is that the heat doesn't work at Life World. Oh god. Um, and our I was about to say his name, but I won't. Uh, the person that we rent the space from came in yesterday, and all I wanted to know was like, when will the heat work, and how does it work? And uh, he just starts talking about how, okay, everyone in your space, you need to get them all onto Discord, and we're going to get everybody on this floor into Discord, and we're going to turn the whole space into a crypto coin. <laughs> yeah, the whole space me. is going to be a crypto coin. Be crypto coin that you can engage with in the cryptoverse. He was going off to me the other day. He night. wanted the space to be a coin or an NFT? A coin. He, he told me coin. The Maybe he said space you. to be a coin, <laughs> and that like everything in the building is is traded with this coin, and that like the cans would have. Or can we say that? I don't know. Yeah, say uh, it. Have like QR codes that lead you to. He wants to be in the metaverse, and it was just like really. Yes. And that we'd, there'd be NFT artwork printed out all over the building that would be for sale, but you'd have to buy it with our coin. And that in a few months we will need to be. It was depressing me. Selling, trading, and buying only internally within the building. So we need to be completely self-sustaining. We're yeah. going to have to start doing agriculture up on the roof, but we will only be engaging in commerce within the building. Yeah. Anything you need will we'll be... We'll have our own police yeah. and uh, mm -hmm. EMTs. And are you guys going to be mining this coin? Because you have to mine the coin. You have to get servers to no, mine. No, we are going to be the coin. That's what he said. See, that's where I think Life world. We are the coin. <laughs> that's that's where I think he doesn't understand what a coin is. Oh, he understands. These guys, are, guys understand. you they guys understand. Just, yeah, you got to see him talk. I but think if if we if you if you're thinking we got to mine the coin, we'll be mining the coin. You got to be mining the coin. In fact, most of your expenses will go towards mining the coin. I'd say if you have to be a coin. But can I pay for that with the, co the coin? Yeah, the mining. I, mean, I think you could yeah. pay for the mining with the coin. During every show we have, we're gonna have somebody, someone in the audience, always has to be on a bicycle, um, mining coin, mining the coin. <laughs> yeah, we have that hooked up. <laughs> so it's sort of. Well, yeah. he, I, I mean, part of what he was saying. I hate NFTs. I think they suck. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I think Bitcoin sucks. But 
I think that he was talking about like <laughs> putting shows in like a uh, virtual space so like people like basically he was just talking about streaming but like in a virtual space or something. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, and it's funny because we don't advertise this a lot, but Peter McNally, my roommate, came up with this. The slogan for Life World is Life World, where reality is real, finally. And so this is kind of violating that concept. Yeah. It's supposed to be just like reality is real here. And now we're getting into reality well, is not real. I know like the system is broken or whatever but like why are people trying to totally it's like why can't we we pay you we have jobs we pay you the rent we got this room like why do Let's why are you trying to going. make this in the like did you guys do pushback yeah. on this coin idea no we said wholesale we're in yeah Done. you can't say no to this guy i'm certain that he will not be bothering you about that in a little bit um mm. we got two funny chats in the in the chat one is julia saying we're not doing that <laughs> <laughs> and one is carly saying lmao i take the g 14 stops to buy a single tampon wait did you guys see the video of the guy buying beer with bitcoin <laughs> in el salvador no show that but it's can you also a... screenshot carly's chat because i want to post that on the life world account okay print screen okay. <laughs> um wait so let me just let me just put it on the screen uh watch your video. wow behind the scenes here it's a little more complicated than you might think oh yeah wait so and now and we only got alex on the screen but Kay. um let me just play this video so he's in some sort of in some sort of resort in El Salvador, and he's putting up a phone to like a beer machine that has a screen on it, like a like a tap, a beer tap. It's got a screen. Now he's like, it's invoicing. I like his sunglasses. He's like, it takes a while because he has to go through tour. He's like, it's filling out my invoice right now. He's got the beer. He's got the glass under the beer thing. Just looking at his phone. He's like, it worked. Wow. And now beer's coming out of the tap. Wow. And he goes, boom. Wow. Horribly. And that, and that, horribly inconvenient. Yeah. What's, what do we, that sucked. It sucked <laughs> ass, yeah. Imagine doing that in how long lines would be at the grocery store. And also Bitcoin goes up, value goes up and down. So he could have paid. Forty dollars. He could have paid sixteen. Yeah, thirty seconds later, it could have been a totally different thing. I have a little, a little Bitcoin-related video to show. Uh huh. You guys vamp while I pull it up. Yeah, I mean, I not only, not only is that like a totally inconvenient, um, stupid transaction, but also he's in this like ghastly resort in El Salvador. It looks like you know he's just some white yeah. guy with a little cap. It looks like yeah, he's got a lanyard on. I'm sure every guy in there. Every guy in that resort is just someone you want to die. Yeah. Well, maybe we don't have enough time for that. What were you going to show? I'd seen uh, this guy, Carlos Matos, who's at like a Bitcoin conference. He, and uh, he's like giving a speech. He decides to just give a speech that no one asked him to give. And it's just like kind of a viral short speech that he gives that people reference in the if you're in the NFT or the Bitcoin world. Wait, why don't we look it up? 
Yeah, Carlos Matos. Yeah. Matos. They need to bring an Amazon Go approach to the Bitcoin beer tap where an array of ceiling cameras surveils yeah. <laughs> how much beer you're drinking and automatically charges your Bitcoin wallet. Seth, what the hell are you talking about? Just put a chip in my fucking arm, but Oh, I see what you're talking chip about. Chip me. I see what Seth's saying, and he's right. All right, play yeah. this Bit- BitConnect speech. Seth loves Amazon can Go. You do, um, can you do... um? Woody Allen saying how he bought beer with Bitcoin at the El Salvador uh, <laughs> resort. Annie and I are in El Salvador, you know, because she's got this sex therapist there. And, you know, <laughs> I say, you know, I want to watch the Knicks game and get a beer. So, you know, I'm, I'm going up and I'm, suddenly it's, it's Bitcoin. And, I'm, I'm, and I put my phone up to it, you know, and I barely know how to use this thing. It's, it just makes put me into an episode and the next thing you know the beer, the beer is pouring out into my cup wait can it, you say it went into the tour server to to invoice <laughs> and then you know i'm waiting for the beer to come in but then it had to go to the tour server of course <laughs> and then, you know i'm waiting for the invoice and it's like what happened to just you know cash <laughs> killer oh, beautiful yeah, we should have just done that the whole episode yeah get him to do different things like that all right watch this one let's watch the very beginning Oh my God. <laughs> hey, 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 everybody. My name is Carlos Matos, and I am coming from New York City, New York. Let me tell you guys that I am so excited. I am so happy. I am really so thrilled to be right now sharing this amazing. Wow, I'm getting Howard Dean vibes. Super yeah. exciting moment of my life with all of you guys. And let me tell you that we are really changing the world as we know it. The world is not anymore the way it used to be. Mm-hmm, no, no, no. Be connected. We are coming. Sounds like the Lion King. Okay, that's good. So this was on, okay, so the story of how I didn't even know about this is that uh, I went on two dates with someone who's a WNYC reporter because I'm a huge WNYC fan, and he did a story about this guy. That's why you went on the dates? uh, you know, I mean, you gotta. Uh, it was uh, through app dating, and you gotta just pick some. You gotta way try to choose someone. Yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. I was like, I I love WNYC. So, um, he did a story about this, and that's I saw it on Twitter. Uh, and this guy gave the speech, and it went viral. And now, in the Bitcoin world, apparently, it's very common to greet people with this like, "What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up?" <laughs> or, "Hey, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey." <laughs> and like uh, that's common parlance wow. <laughs> because of this. <laughs> Bitcoin. No sound, Felipe. No oh. sound, Felipe. Oh, oh. Sorry. Oh shit. Oh shit. Well, at least hey it's good. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. Uh, okay. No do all the bits again. Yeah, yeah. So sorry. Say that again, Sarah. Okay, now hopefully there will be sound. Um, oh yeah, so I I went on two dates with someone who's a WNYC reporter. They did a story about this guy, and so I heard I listened to it on the radio. And the story is that this man got in on BitConnect, like a kind of Bitcoin, and gave this speech that no one asked him to make at this big conference. And now uh, it's gone viral in the Bitcoin world, and people greet each other by doing the like thing he did at the beginning. Where they go, hey, 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 
hey, hey, hey, and what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> Can you so, do Woody Allen doing that? Doing what? <laughs> hey, 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 what's up, what's up, BitConnect? <laughs> you know, I, in BitConnect, <laughs> hey, 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 what's up? It's true, it's a little bit outside of his it's, kind of he tone. He wouldn't yeah. say those kinds yeah. of things. But so if you hear some people talking like that, then you know. Or if you want to kind of break into their, their mm. subculture. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> that is so lame. It's so lame and cute. BitConnect! Um, and BitConnect is supposed to be like kind of a Ponzi scheme. So, unfortunately. I mean, all of Bitcoin, right? Yeah. All oh. of crypto. Okay. Well, um. Oh, I had the one other thing on the list. It's 9.30, though. Okay, but I'll just say the last topic, and then if people are moved to remark on it, we can conclude with this. That um, an, a trend of looking up your name on Urban Dictionary is sweeping the virtual nation. And oh, posting that's right. That's the, little, that's the new it. meme. That's the new meme. But and here's what I think is interesting about it is that not only is that a, a meme that's happening, but there's also a viral trend of people being like, what the fuck? Don't do that. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. And usually those kind of lines don't oh, get drawn. Oh, like the other stuff that's trends on Instagram isn't stupid? Like yes, but I don't every... see as many people like going off about like, don't do that. Which like, Harry Potter like... character am I? <laughs> like that is actually deciding anything. Well, I've always thought it's always funny because every time I've gone on Urban Dictionary, um, I've always noticed that that's. I mean, this has always been a thing that kids will go on and write their name and be like yes. Rachel, I hot that, like, girl 20... who everyone likes, or like. Yes, it's been like yeah. I think I've probably noticed that like in high school or something. Yeah, yeah. and it's sometimes it's frustrating because you want to look a word up that also shares the name with someone. Yeah, so you got to wade through all this bullshit. All these kids yeah. named Swag and yeah. Yeah, when I want to look Dap. up what swag means. What, what does swag mean? <laughs> <laughs> I need to go on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> what does she mean? <laughs> she! She! Right. All right, let's announce the winner of the turkey contest. Oh, and my then we'll God. Oh, fuck. I th oh, my God. So Am I allowed to swear on here? Yep. It, only one person did it, Sarah. Shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. Do you think they live in New York? Cock. Get them on the fine Fuck. print. We don't have to do that. They have zero followers on Twitter. All right. No. Well, that was also a fine print. <laughs> <laughs> is that a burner? Wait. Let's see. I don't know who this person is. I'll just... Okay, do you really want to do this, Sarah? Do you still want to deliver so, a turkey to To someone person? who has zero followers, go to their house. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can DM them. I can DM them and figure out where they live. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> this thing just took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. Look, Sarah. We could send them a turkey in the metaverse. We need. Yeah. We should have prepared this way more. Where do the people who have no followers live? Yeah. Well, I just knew. I was like, no one's gonna want a turkey. But also, I think we just didn't explain the rules well enough. Come on. No, we said you got to say what the stuffing or what's the stuffing. <laughs> what, what the turkey stuff with? What? Or what? <laughs> it's not complicated. <laughs> it's a simple rule. <laughs> I came all the way out here from my house, and you can't take two seconds and go on Twitter? What the turkey stuffing? What is it? What the, what the, hashtag what the turkey hashtag stuffing? Hashtag what the turkey stuffing? Uh, God! All right, well, we might try that one again next year. Fuck. People can kind of get maybe, it together. Honestly, maybe we can try it next week. Oh, we could try things. <laughs> Why wait till next year? Mm. We can we'll be doing a Christmas ham. That's right. Yeah. Honey, honey baked ham. A honey baked ham. <laughs> Meal were the new Meals on Wheels. And I'm on the podcast officially now. Yeah, now yeah. Alex is on. We need the impressions. Those impressions There's always, fire. anytime you need to do a transition, you can just ask Alex to do a, 
a voice. Yeah. Woody oh. Allen doing something. Woody I Allen like that. that. Yeah. yeah, maybe he can do like a little voice memo and we can cut it in. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have you do like some Like Howard Stern, I could, I could call in and do little characters. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got a no, little space for that. Alex in the show. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Alex? Very nice. Thank you. Bye, guys. Raisin Man Arena.